0: The search continues for a Mirage 2000 fighter jet that crashed off the coast of Pingdong on Monday. The Coast Guard has found pieces of wreckage near Zhipen Township, but the aircraft is yet to be recovered.
1: Speaking on Tuesday, the defense minister denied a rumor that the jet broke down due to its aged components and a broader parts shortage in the military.
2: Wearing reflective vests, a search team scours the coast of Taidong for remains of a crash Mirage jet. On Monday, the Coast Guard found more than 20 fragments of aircraft off the coast of Jibin Township. Due to a change in ocean currents, the remaining wreckage may have floated northward toward Taidong City, where the military has expanded its search.
3: I was fishing, and then I heard the noise of the engine. It didn't sound like an explosion. It was a loud engine. I thought, how could something like this happen? I saw the helicopter approaching for the rescue mission. On
2: Tuesday
3: morning, the military dispatched 60 soldiers to this spot at the mouth of the Jibbon River to conduct searches along the coastline for several kilometers, both southward and northward.
2: Taiwan received its first Mirage jet 25 years ago, and Monday's crash is reportedly the seventh incident since. One report said the jet broke down due to its aging parts and a broader parts shortage in the military. Defense Minister Chiu kuo denied the claim on Tuesday.
3: At present, our spare parts availability rate and maintenance standards are all above the set parameters. How have we been able to manage this? It's been possible because there is no spare parts shortage. That's how we've been able to meet the standards. So all this talk about a shortage, that's not the cause of this incident.
2: Meanwhile, the pilot who ejected from the jet is in a stable condition at the hospital. He'd inhaled water in his lungs, but had otherwise emerged from the incident unscathed. According to reports, the military has contracted a private company to salvage the aircraft wreckage when it is found.
1: Taiwan says that 13 Chinese warplanes violated its air defense zone on Monday, the same day one of its own jets crashed into the sea.
0: Notably, one PLA aircraft made its approach just six minutes after Taiwan's fighter jet crashed. In related news, Taiwan has launched testing for some of its homegrown missiles. Test firing began today and is scheduled to run until March 29th at the Jiu military base in Pingdong County. According to a public notice, the missiles tested on March 24th will have an unlimited maximum projectile altitude. Israel's and Germany's representative office held a Holocaust Remembrance event in Taipei on Tuesday. The memorial was attended by President Tsai Ing-wen, who said Taiwan was working to address the injustices and the atrocities of its own past.
1: Germany's representative pointed out the atrocities that were unfolding in modern Ukraine, where Jews are being targeted by Russia. Officials called on the world to remember the past so that history does not repeat itself.
3: A Jewish expat sings a prayer before the microphone. Israel's and Germany's representative offices in Taiwan held a Holocaust remembrance event on Tuesday. It was attended by President Taiwan, Legislative Speaker Yoshi Kun, and Foreign Minister Joseph Wu, who lit candles to commemorate the victims of the Shoah.
0: As the number of anti Semitic incidents across the world is on the rise, Jews have always felt
3: safe in Taiwan. We are wholeheartedly grateful for that.
2: This year marks the 25th anniversary of the 228 Incident. The effects of the, the atrocities still linger among the people of Taiwan. After embarking on the endeavor these past few years in pursuit of transitional justice, we are now entering a new phase. The Executive began establishing a new government bodies to further instill The values of transitional justice in our policy implementation.
3: The Transitional Justice Commission is slated for dissolution at the end of this May. Tsai said that new government bodies would be created to promote transitional justice. This year, the Holocaust Remembrance event was held amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Tsai said the Ukrainian people's resolve to defend their country had lit a fire in Taiwan.
2: We have also been deeply moved by the Ukrainian people's resolve in defending their country and their democratic way of life. By speaking out together against the invasion of Ukraine, we stand united behind the values that we share, that is, democracy, freedom, transparency, and peace.
3: In Eastern Europe, by the Russian invasion of Ukraine, News have been reaching us, telling of atrocities committed in this new war,
0: which target, among, among many others, Jewish women, men and children,
3: and even survivors of the Holocaust. While we were not able to prevent these events from unfolding, we must do everything to stop the fighting without delay. Amid the war in Ukraine, representatives from Germany and Israel came together in Taiwan to remember the Holocaust in the hope that history does not repeat itself.
1: The Russian invasion of Ukraine is dragging into its third week. Nearby European countries are taking in millions of Ukrainian refugees who have left their homes to escape the violence engulfing their country.
0: Above all, Ukrainians have found welcome in next-door Poland, which has announced unlimited space for refugees. We spoke to some long-term Taiwanese residents of Poland to get a first-hand look at how Polish people are stepping up to help their neighbors.
2: A four-year-old boy walks over the border into Poland, his beloved toys dragging beside him. He and his family have fled the war in Ukraine. Many European countries have offered to take in Ukrainian refugees, and Poland has offered unlimited space. We spoke to a Taiwanese woman who settled in Poland after marrying a Polish man. She says the welcome extended to Ukrainians is spontaneous and heartfelt.
3: If you have a Ukrainian ID, they let you straight in. All the formalities have been dispensed with. At all the big stores and supermarket stores here, they've put a basket and it says on it, for the Ukrainians. And people buy an extra blanket or an extra pack of toilet paper and put it in there.
2: Ms. Jiang pointed out that Poland and Ukraine share a long and intimate history as well as more recent connections. That's why support for Ukraine is so universal, pouring out from ordinary people as well as the government.
3: Basically, Poland has also disappeared from the map twice in history. It has been destroyed before. So now they see the same thing happening to their neighbor. Lots of Taiwanese people who've lived here a long time have organized their own fundraising projects. Some even gather volunteers every day to drive free buses to transport refugees.
2: Taiwanese people in Poland have organized relief projects. The family of one Ms. Wang has taken in two young Ukrainian women after their three-day flight from the conflict. Their home has become a temporary refuge in the crisis.
3: What's more, in rail stations in all the big cities, there's now a designated area where refugees can find shelter.
2: This Taiwanese business leader in Poland told us how Poles feel the Ukrainian crisis as their own. It's hard for them to stand by and do nothing while another Slavic country is destroyed.
3: It's Ukraine today, but who knows? It could be Poland next week or the week after that. Then it's possible we could be in the same situation. If we don't extend help now, maybe nobody will help us tomorrow.
2: The compassion of ordinary people is keeping hope alive for Ukrainian refugees, even as they face unimaginable hardship. The war in Ukraine is having an impact on global supply chains.
0: Rare elements sourced in Russia and Ukraine, such as neon, palladium and helium, are running short. That reverberates across industries, including Taiwan's silicon business.
1: But it impacts retail, too. For balloon companies in Taiwan, it's been a sudden blow. We spoke to one balloon company for whom helium prices are through the roof. Finding new suppliers is tough and business is cutting back on services.
3: A helium balloon is filled up and turns into a love heart, but these hearts are dearer than they used to be. A pink letter floats inside a transparent bowl and rises to the ceiling. This romantic wedding decoration has risen in price too, with helium shortages adding 380 NT to push the price tag over 1,000 NT. Even a standard 10-inch balloon is up 20 NT. This hard metal balloon is 240 NT more. On average, all helium products have had a 140% price hike. The vast majority of helium in Taiwan is imported from Russia, and the war has taken its
1: toll. (laughs)
2: In about three or four days after the Russia-Ukraine war broke out, we quickly got the news from our supplier that they would give preference to TSMC to get the stock. So right now, we cannot get hold of helium.
3: Helium is used in the semiconductor business to cool electric components down fast, making chip manufacturing more efficient. It can also help control heat conduction to reduce flaws in the process among its many other uses it fills airships and powers light bulbs fluorescent lamps, thermometers vacuum tubes, nuclear magnetic resonators and barcode scanners now helium production is suspended in Russia and a shortage looms importing the element from another country is a tricky proposition
2: when it comes to America their costs are higher and they treat helium as a military strategic material so even if they can provide some it's in very small quantities we can't necessarily get it when you're in retail you can't just hike the prices threefold it would scare all the customers away so actually we have to absorb some of the rising costs
3: this balloon company is careful not to scare customers away they're looking for new suppliers but in the meantime they've paused helium services the war in ukraine is already hitting taiwanese business
1: songsan cultural and creative park is now offering guided tours in english led by pint size tour guides from Guangfu Elementary School. Last year, the park launched a tour guide workshop with the school and the American Institute in Taiwan.
0: Five months of training later, a team of 6th graders is now giving English language tours of the historic site. Let's take a look.
3: Hello, everyone.
4: Welcome to Songshan Cultural and Creative Park. My name is Daniel. In fluent English, students introduce Songshan Cultural and Creative Park. There are three tours on offer, covering the offices and warehouse, the tobacco factory, and the ecological landscape area.
0: The open space in this building is the Baroque Garden. And this office has an open
4: counter made of marble, and the floor is made of wood. It was built after World War II and fed up the design. The iron railing at the door separated men and women into different queues for inspections. The workers separated leaves and stems first. And transported them via the conveyor belt to the cutting area. After cutting the leaves to shreds, we dry them, cool them, and mix them with different spices. Let's
3: just look at
4: the American Institute in Taiwan teamed up with Taipei Songsan Cultural and Creative Park to host workshops for nine sixth grade students. Three AIT diplomats, Kyle Morgan, Lynn Ruggles, and Brian Chen, help students with their grammar and pronunciation.
3: Okay, Taipei is a great city international city so you've probably seen lots of tourists nearby so learning to be a good tour guide today will help you and also help you be a good storyteller helping you practice and he also prepared some wordscapes escapes and you will be a good tool for learning and I'll help you enjoy it honestly it's super impressive at <laughs> your age to be able to memorize this most of it you know i see that you've memorized in it it's so amazing
4: Songsan Cultural and Creative Park was built in 1937 and was originally a tobacco factory. In 2011, the site was transformed into a creative park, providing venues for cultural exhibitions and performances.
3: It is not only new buildings that make a city great, but the stories behind them. This time, we specially organized a workshop with the American Institute in Taiwan and Guangfu Elementary School. I hope that through the training of student tour guides, the stories of the Songshan Tobacco Factory can continue to be passed on.
4: The park hopes the workshop can help students become more proficient in English while teaching others about local history. Songshan Cultural and Creative Park says they will hold a workshop again next year, teaming up with a different school. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Lu Tong in Taipei.
1: Taiwan reported zero local cases on Tuesday in a sign that COVID is abating. Even so, hospital visitor bans are still in place in some parts of Taiwan. These areas are Jilong, Taipei, New Taipei, Taoyuan, and Kaohsiung.
0: On Tuesday, the CECC said that visitors can seek a ban exemption for special circumstances. <laughs>
3: At present, it's technically still prohibited to visit inpatients. However, if there are special or urgent circumstances in which a visit is needed, then a visit is permitted with the consent of the hospital. Visitors are allowed in if they provide a negative COVID test or proof of vaccination. They need only apply with the hospital. The
0: CCC said that hospitals can grant exemptions on a case-by-case basis. It said that Jilong, Taipei, New Taipei, Taoyuan and Kaohsiung are still considered risk areas and will stay under observation. Ups- Observation for the near future. Egg prices rose on Tuesday as a government subsidy for farmers expired. To tackle an egg shortage, the agriculture ministry had given farmers a subsidy of 3 NT for every caddy of eggs sold.
1: When the subsidies expired on Tuesday, the farm gate price of eggs jumped 2 NT, sending retail prices to an all-time high of 51 NT per caddy. <laughs>
2: It's early Tuesday morning at this egg shop in Taipei. The vendor tells customers that there are no eggs for sale. Turns out the shortage isn't over yet.
3: This is the first time I've encountered this in more than 10 years. It's ridiculous. I haven't sold a single white egg in two weeks.
2: Turning to central Taiwan, at 8 o'clock in the morning, eggs are already sold out at this Zhanghua market. To stabilize egg prices, the Agriculture Ministry had offered a 3NT per caddy subsidy to egg farmers. That subsidy expired on Tuesday, sending farm gate prices up 2NT to 38.5NT. Farmers complain that they're now earning less than before.
3: 38.5 NT a catty is less than what we were earning when there was a subsidy. One basket goes for 780 NT. Farmers don't earn a dollar from that. Domestic egg production is gradually recovering. In addition, over the past few weeks, we've been getting imported eggs. This is why our production stimulus measures have come to an end. Everyone thinks we should once again allow the free market to determine prices.
1: The
2: agriculture ministry says it's time to return to market mechanisms, but as demand continues to outstrip supply, prices are continuing to rise, leaving officials scratching their heads over how to curb inflation.
1: Another ship owned by Taiwan's Evergreen Marine has run aground. Nearly a year after the Evergiven blocked the Suez Canal, the Ever Ford has gotten stuck near a U.S. port.
0: The Ever Forward is a massive container ship that's sailing under the flag of Hong Kong. It was bound for Norfolk, Virginia, and it got stranded after leaving the port of Baltimore. Port authorities say it is not obstructing the channel. No fuel has leaked so far, and rescue efforts are still in progress. Evergreen Marine says it's working with local authorities to free the ship as soon as possible. A humpback whale made a rare appearance off the coast of Pingdong on Monday. Locals say the whale was just a few hundred meters from the coast, making it an improbably close encounter.
1: The Ocean Conservation Administration has ordered fishing vessels in the area to travel at lower speeds to prevent a collision with the animal.
3: A black lump rises up from the water. Come here, come here, come here! Whoa, how Look closer, and it's the back of a whale. After coming to the surface, the majestic animal arches its back and plunges back into the sea. Oohs and ahs break out from the boat's passengers, who captured the sight on their phones.
2: We saw the whale near Tong. People were very excited. For many, it was the first time seeing a whale. It was very close to shore, just a few hundred meters. We saw it at around three.
3: A leisure boat operator in Pingdong's Hunchen Peninsula was taking tourists out for a diving trip. The whale appeared not long after the boat left port. According to the boat operator, the whale emerged a few hundred meters off the coast and was about 10 meters long. It was only visible for about 10 seconds, but it left a deep impression.
2: From the shape of its back, it looks like it was a humpback whale. Humpback whales migrate with the seasons. In winter, they go toward the equator. When it gets warmer in spring, they return north.
3: Humpback whales have several distinctive features. They have two blowholes at the top of their heads and have large pectoral fins. They also arch their backs when diving. It is a protected migratory marine species. Before 1970,
2: their numbers were quite high, more than 300,000 around the world. But then, their numbers fell severely due to whale hunting. In the end, many countries banned the practice, and their numbers are bouncing back.
3: According to historical records, the seas south of Taiwan were once a breeding ground for the humpback whale. Many decades later, the species has been spotted in the Taiwan Strait once again. The sighting has been reported to the Ocean Conservation Administration. Authorities have ordered fishing vessels in the area to reduce their speed and navigate with care to avoid colliding with the whale.
1: The 2022 Zhu Zihu Lily and Hydrangea Festival will kick off on March 18th.
0: Already, about half of the calla lily flowers at the venue have reached flu bloom. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang takes us there for a look.
4: We're currently at a calla lily field in Zuzihu. In March and April, calla lilies bloom here. Here at this calla lily field in Zuzihu, flowers are already in bloom. Many flora fans have come to catch a glimpse of the
2: beautiful blossoms. 对, 然后风景很好, it feels nice and the scenery is beautiful. It's very spacious. Picking flowers requires technique. You need to protect the flowers. Oh. It was a very interesting experience. It's beautiful and great. We come here every year with friends. The scenery here is great. You get 180 degree views of huge color lilies.
1: 好, 画一看,
2: the flowers are in full bloom. March and April are calla lily season, and May is hydrangea season. This calla lily field has been in operation for
4: over 40 years. Visitors can pick their own calla lilies to take home, have afternoon tea, and make DIY souvenirs. Lu Fang, one of the owners of the field, offers innovative DIY courses inspired by her experience living in Italy for 13 years.
2: I went to Northern Italy to study. The geological environment is very similar to Yangmingshan, so I wanted to bring a different culture and learn something to bring back to Taiwan. For the DIY lessons, there are Calla Lily egg roll wafers, painted frogs, and hydrangea pens. The Taipei city government encourages people to
4: take public transport to Zhu Zihu during the festival period. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Wu Mao in Taipei.